Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These are the Casey Tapes. You, man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Casey, the longest-running rock station in the country. Hey everybody, how you doing? It's time for episode 13 of the Casey Tapes podcast. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman. Favaz here. I'm on Twitter too at Casey Guy. And Happy New Year, you man. Happy New Year to you as well. And all of our podcasters out there. Yeah. Uh, today we're going to dissect an interview that Favaz did with the late, great Greg Allman. Uh, man, I love the Allman brothers. Uh, I don't, we've talked about jammy bands before. I, I don't like when they go into 20 minutes songs yeah. per se however uh they they were the personification of blues southern rock they mm-hmm. i mean they 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 set the plate for everybody yeah that, that came after them and uh when you think about what a great band they were you know with greg and Dwayne mm-hmm. and dickie betts and all the other guys i mean they were just yeah. they were one of the best yeah butch trucks yeah uh, and then they had a little spinoff band there in the 70s that i really liked a lot called sea level Sea level, yeah. Sea level. Uh, I remember seeing that CD in the Casey Rack in the studio. Yeah. I never knew what it was. Sea level. Yeah, that was them. Yeah, uh, it was uh, them without Greg Allman. Huh. And uh, it was a good band. Um, uh, and then Butch. I mean, um, Dickie Betts had his solo stuff right, out too. Right. That was that we and, still and play. Then Greg here. went on to a really successful solo career. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was. Uh, it was cool. And then, you know, I, I don't remember. I think the year that I met Devin Allman, his son, who grew up here in St. Louis, grew up in St. Charles, because Devin's mom, I believe, lived in O'Fallon or St. Charles. Um, I met Devin back in the day when Smash was still doing the morning show because he came in uh, one morning. And uh, that was the first time I met Devin. And, and you know, we struck up a, f- a friendship. Uh, yeah. To, to the point where I got invited to his wedding. Do you want to hear that story now or do you want to wait when I met Greg Alton. Well, actually, I, I didn't meet him. I was too intimidated. Oh, but really? Yeah, tell it. So in 1997, Devin got married, and he invited his dad, of course. I think his dad was his best man. And uh, the wedding was at the top floor of that hotel that overlooks the uh, uh, airport. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was beautiful view. And, um, you know, he got married, and then he had his reception in the same hall. It was great. And so um, I just remember seeing Greg Allman. And this was, you know, six years into my tenure here at Casey. So I had met some rock stars, but I remember being starstruck yeah. w- when I saw him. And I, really? and I didn't talk to him. Really? No, yeah. and, I, and I, I remember the chance that I had was outside the bathroom, but I didn't want to be one of those dudes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that had either your hands wet, they think you got piss on your hands or <laughs> yeah, whatever, you yeah, go up and yeah. shake your hand or whatever. I just didn't want to do it. And I just remember Greg being there, and I was like, holy shit, that's Greg Allman. Yeah, you know what? What do you what do you say to him? He didn't say anything. Yeah, but it was cool. Mm. Well, uh, <laughs> I've, I I know I've met him, and I I just can't remember the circumstances. And I know I've interviewed him on the phone in the past as well. And he's a very nice man. He yeah. has kind of has an image of being a little maybe short or gruff or whatever, or not being uh, real uh, interested in communicating mm-hmm. uh, with you, right? Because uh, he's a pretty laid back guy. 
Uh, and then you had all the you know the history with him and Cher. And, right, uh, he's led con- he led the life, man. Yeah, the controversial sure life. And uh, well, and, you'll you'll hear in the very beginning of this interview that he was in a very joking mood. Yeah, when you hit play here. Yeah, because it right. starts off <laughs> with him joking around. So, yeah. and I don't remember the year of this interview. Um, and to tell you the truth, I have not listened to it at all. I just I just know what the beginning what he says in the beginning is pretty funny. Yeah. And that's it, man. Saw him last time he was in town here yeah. uh, at the pageant. Yeah. And uh, he sounded pretty good. You know, he was coming off some sick days and he right. was sick, but then all of a sudden he showed up and, and uh, performed and, and sound good and, and the band was real good with him. I'm glad I went because obviously yeah, uh, the, I, I the end was not uh, yeah, that far off. that far off. All right, here's Greg Allman. You man's getting ready to play. And here we Ba-ba. go. Hi, Greg. <laughs> what kind of name is that? <laughs> Last name is Favaza. Now, this is not the first time that you've had that reaction from a oh, from an no, artist. No, Ozzy's is classic. <laughs> yes, yeah, we've talked about it. What did he say again? Favaza, Favaz. What a fucking weird name, man. <laughs> Glad you still think that's funny. <laughs> I do, man. It cracks me up. And you do it really well. <laughs> Favaza? Yeah, I just cut off the angle with Favaz. I see. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What kind of name is Almond? <laughs> German. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to talk to Greg Almond back in town for the first time um, in a while, Greg. Uh, the Almond brothers haven't been to St. Louis in a while. No, we haven't, man. We yeah. haven't. Uh, we've been real busy these last few years. Yeah, you put out a record, and of course, you guys are are known for nonstop touring. And I, one of the first things I wanted to ask you, Greg, I mean, how many how many years now have you been on the road? Um, I've been on the road since July 5th, 1965. <laughs> I remember the exact date. July 5th, 1965. July 5th. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah. He, he uh... <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> He sounds relaxed and does. laid back. And- I wonder what album and what year this was. This was right before Roger Waters, so it could be in 2005. Well, it had to be uh, either um, hitting the note or uh, that that live album, One Way Out Live. I guess. 2000, early 2000s. I guess. All yeah. I know is I was I was thrilled to be able to talk to him, that's for sure. Let's go back. All right. You remember the date? Yeah. Why is that? Well, because we had a little celebration. My mother brought us a bought us a brand new station wagon, and uh, well, she you know puts a down payment on it anyway. His mother bought him a brand new station. Wagon. Wow, for yeah. for to, to go on the road. Yeah, I guess. Wow. Yeah, parents love you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, it was just a glorious day, man. We were going to go and seek our fortune, you know, and all that. And I kept thinking, well, yeah, that's right. This really might work, you know. <laughs> That's why I went to school, you know, and got my diploma. And I was uh, I was going to go to college become, and be a... Uh, oh, he went to high school. High school. Yeah, high school. Okay, I thought he meant college, because we no. were just talking on the air recently about how many, how few rock stars have college uh, degrees. Sure. Yeah. I wouldn't either. <laughs> a surgeon. Wow. to be a surgeon. And uh, so I thought I'll try a year, year and a half of this and going back to med school, you know. <laughs> and then I got real sick of playing other people's songs, man. Ah. And then I sat down with pen in hand and thought, well, what the hell? <laughs> then I tried again. <laughs> <laughs> and again and again. And then I wrote this thing called Melissa. That was that was the first hit you wrote? 
Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you. I mean, the first song I wrote and kept. Uh, really? It didn't hit the round file, you know. Garbage. All right, right. Hold on. Oh, wow. What a great song. Yeah, yeah. Melissa, now, I, I, you know the story behind the name of that song, right? Uh, Do I you remember it? I remember hearing it. Uh, is, uh, uh, I can't remember. Well, there was a girl, uh, a little girl with her mom chasing her around like the convenience store, I think it was. And Greg was in there, you know, buying booze or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, she didn't say, hey, Melissa, come here. But but she kept calling her name out. And I think Melissa is the title that he, the, the name that he came up with that would fit in the song. Uh-huh. But that's what the whole thing was inspired by, I believe. Devin is hearing this right now and laughing at me, probably. <laughs> no, it's not, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. I'd, I'd never heard that before. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> wow, I didn't, I didn't, I, that was going to be my next question. And then, of course, after that, the rest is history. I mean, you've, you've written some of the greatest songs ever. Thank you. Um, wow, and Melissa, and I love the story of Melissa that, oh, here, isn't it right, Greg, that the oh, name, you, you went down to the liquor store or 7-Eleven oh, and you heard someone... <laughs> I turned it into a liquor store. Was it a liquor uh, store or was yeah, it so? No, it was a grocery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are an Almond Brother, now come on. Yeah, all right, that's over eight years now. Yeah, I know, well, congratulations on that, too. But you, you heard a, a woman chasing after her daughter, her name was Melissa, and boom, that's what you titled it, right? Yeah, I had the whole song written, but... I didn't have the name, you know. What? Like, uh, but back home, we'll always run to Betty, to <laughs> Barbara, to, hmm, yeah. let me see. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, great. it is great. And it was so simple, you know, right. Right, to have something so simple right. turn into something so big and memorable and historical. So it actually was Melissa. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Well, there's also a story about uh, in memory of Elizabeth Reed. You know, that's that's another name that came off of. Would a you tombstone. like to tell that story? Yes. Yeah. Supposedly, uh, Dickie Betts. Dickie Betts was having an affair. That's and, it, baby. And, and he was in a cemetery, and uh, he was doing the girl, doing the girl, and uh, <laughs> looked up and after after they finished, and uh, on the tombstone said, "In memory of Elizabeth Reed." And then he wrote, his, that song. <laughs> he wrote that song. <laughs> So, yeah, these, these women names, they just keep appearing to the Allman Brothers, and they turn into historical... Uh, that's a good jam. I mean, that's a... That's oh, a, yeah. I mean, in concert, they would really... Yeah. Well, the know, live version on album For a Walk is, uh, in the Woods. Yeah. Yeah, 13 Referencing Bob, Re- Bob Weir again. Yeah. I believe um, the studio version is like six minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's a longer song. So then she says, oh, Melissa, come back. This little girl was running down the aisle away from her, and she says, Melissa... And I went, ah, thank you, lady. Oh, how great is that? Crazy. That is funny. What about whipping Post? <laughs> Were you tied to it or was some chick tied to it? <laughs> I was. Of course. <laughs> We're talking to Greg Allman, and the Allman Brothers are playing tonight at UMB for yet another Casey birthday party, Greg. Uh-huh. You're playing. We're 38 years old now. There you go. There you go. 38. 38. So uh, 67, 77, 87, 97, 2000. It was 2005. So it was. 2005. Wow. Yeah. How funny is that? So he wasn't promoting anything. No live album, no nothing. He was no, just here for it the birthday. No, it was birthday show, and it was at UMB Bank Pavilion, which is Riverport, yeah. which is the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, which was Verizon Wireless Center. <laughs> I mean, all the names that it's had. So that was yeah. it. Wow. And y'all are, uh, y'all are older than us. I know. How weird. Well... Yeah, yeah, we are, and you know, it's funny. You're you're celebrating your 40th anniversary out on the road. So, 
Yeah. So what? he's remembering Casey. He, yeah, I'm sure yeah. he probably yeah. does. Well, actually, it's 30, 36. Well, it's 36 with the band. Oh, with, with the, the band. With the brand. Right, right. Right, but... Uh, but you for yourself, though. Casey, we did uh, we did a gig with uh, Big Brother and the Holden Company down at Kill Auditorium, and we opened for Wow. Oh, wow. wow. How about that, man? That's that touching. is great to hear. That is. He remembers. I love hearing those big-time rock stars go, I mean, Keel Auditorium. Yeah. You know, this is a guy that's lived the life and done it all. Right. And he remembers Keel Auditorium. Been all over the world. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, it was the Almond Joys then. Ah. It was sponsored by Casey. Well, how about that? <laughs> We're still here. And, of course, Greg. Uh, and he didn't say Casey, like somebody who would say it who doesn't ever <laughs> listen to the station or know anything about the station. Right. He said it the right way. Right. He said it the, with the right inflection. That's right. Yeah. Greg has ties to St. Louis. Of course, Devin, your son Devin, lives here. He's a very good friend of mine. And, uh, yeah, I was with him last night. Yeah. Where'd you guys go to dinner? He told me you were going to dinner somewhere. Went over to Jake's Steaks. Did you? On the landing. <laughs> Jake's Steaks. you have a good dinner? Oh, yeah. Uh, right on. So, uh, Greg, uh, as far as the music biz goes, you're certainly a veteran. What What's changed in the music business that really has pissed you off? Napster. Napster? <laughs> yeah. What? Wow. Talk about it a little bit. He just set it up for people to steal and, and, and makes it look like, hey, you're not doing that. It's technology. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> well, see there now. I mean, the whole I put Napster. The, I put the bleep in there. Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. No, you had to. But <laughs> the whole Napster. Napster thing. I always felt the way the artist felt. Now there are a lot of people out there who say, you know, what's the difference between that and recording something off an album and sharing that with someone? Right. I mean, it's the same thing. It is the same thing. Only on multi. St- the level steroids that really hurt the bottom line of a lot of these artists. It did, and and Lars Ulrich, you know, from Metallica, really started it yeah. all when they took him to court. Yeah, and, and they he, got they got they got hate mail. They got he did they got they did yeah. hammered for that because now, people, people want their music free, right? And it's just it shouldn't be free. No, and these you know, bands, we get all over China. We get all over the Chinese for having no respect for our uh, our uh, uh, copyright laws here in mm-hmm. this country. But yet, when it comes to our own people here, the same people who will be critical of those laws there, what Chinese do, they're willing to steal it on their own, right? Uh, with without any question, I don't. That's so inconsistent and wrong. I think you know. And once once you're you're an artist and you start making some money, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's your way of life. How right. else are you going to support yourself? I mean, we're not. You know, there are so many more artists that are on the level of. Hey, we just have our first record out, and then we split up. Compared to Metallica and the Allman Brothers, I mean, those are the bands that made it, and you know, they're the ones that look really stupid supporting this because they got all the money and they want more money. But at the same time, they're doing it for everybody. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah, I, I, I just, I could not disagree more with the people yeah. who were uh, on top. Uh, you but know. now, you know what? But now, with all the downloads and streams. I believe that they have negotiated with each provider, like you know Apple and Spotify and 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 Pandora. They've worked out their own deals. I believe yeah. you know yeah. as a group. So, yeah. Yeah. well, anyway, let's get back to it. Couldn't agree with him more on on uh, the yes, Greg. Thing. Yeah. Good job, Greg. <laughs> it is it's just like going to the record store and have they have them on the racks, and you go in and just pick the record you want. You know, stick them under your coat and walk out. 
I, you know, I mean, Greg, I, I agree with you because, you know, I have a lot of musician friends like Devin and all the others that are in St. Louis. And, and, you know, musicians like those guys and everything, they're not rich. And, you know, you, as much as you love what you do musically and stuff, you want to make some dough off of it. <laughs> and you want to pay your bills and you want to buy a nice car and you should be able to, right? Right. So, well, Metallica fought that battle for you. <laughs> I've always only wanted what I'm worth. <laughs> there you go. That's a good. Wow, that sounds line. like a, a song title. It's, it, it does. <laughs> it does. I mean, it's so hard to write one good right. song that people love. Right. You know, uh, and to, to do what those guys did, and then to have some people think it's free or should be free right. is just mind-boggling yeah, to it me. is. In the United States of America, right. where capitalism supposedly right. is, you know, reign supreme. Who can fuck the other guy better? That is really is what it is about sometimes, you yeah. know, with capitalism and, and, you know, who can get ahead. That's the truth. And, and what, what's Greg Allman worth these days? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't checked lately. So uh, you still, uh, it's good that Warren Haynes has been back now, and then he and Derek Trucks on guitar. Google that. What's, what's, what's he worth? What's Greg right Allman now? worth? Yeah. Well, his estate. I don't know. I yeah. will do that. Okay. Go ahead. I tell you, Greg, it's some of the best stuff you'll, you'll see live, don't you think? Yeah, they blend very nicely, don't they? Yeah. Something they really, else. They really do. And uh, your voice, uh, your speaking voice sounds the same, and how, how's, your, how's your singing voice? Never been better, I don't think. Really? It, it just keeps going, and uh, most people like, oh, God, I went to, I went to see, no, I didn't go to see, but I uh, I saw James Brown not long ago, and man, <clears throat> when he played Papa's Got a Brand New Bag, somebody else did the first scream, that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Papa's Got a Brand New Bag, yep. that first scream, somebody else in the band did it. I don't know. And uh, he made like he did it. And uh, then some of the high notes, man, uh, some of the women would hit. They were, you know, he's a free singer. And, uh, I mean, he just, and there's other people like that. As they get older, I guess I guess your your vocal cords, something happens to them or they're wild or something. <laughs> <laughs> But um, well, you've never been a screamer, though, per se. <laughs> John, stop it for a second. Um, okay. So Greg Allman net worth, 2018. He and I'm quoting here ended up with a small fortune due to royalties and other earnings from his music. In the end, we estimate whoever this website is, Greg Allman net worth at around 15 million. 15 million? That's 15, low. That is low. I, I would think much more than that. Um, and then it, you know, it's got you know, how much does his family get? His ex-wives, yeah. all you know, because well, when yeah. he died, he was not married. Yeah. So. Mm. There you go. He lived a hard, rough life. He sure did. Probably cost him a lot of money. Yeah. But then there's people like Nat King Cole. You know, I don't know how old he was when he died, but you know, he had that silver throat. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at look at. Um, uh, I left my home. Oh, uh, Tony yeah, Bennett. Tony Bennett. He just throats better than ever. Right. I'm answering the question like he can hear me. <laughs> Thanks, John. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're right, man. <laughs> so I, I hope I come out of Tony Bennett. You know, you know what it is, Greg. It's clean living. Uh, that. Uh, <laughs> I hope you brought up Cher. I, I don't know, but let's see what he has to say about clean living. All right. That 
definitely helps. <laughs> and a lot of singing. <laughs> yes, it does. Almond Brothers, ABB tonight with uh, Antigone Rising and Lucinda Williams. And it's going to be a little chilly tonight out at UMB. And uh, it's the Casey 38th birthday party. I don't know how many parties the Almond Brothers have played, but we want to thank you over the years, Greg, for just. Uh, uh, you know, coming back to town and, and doing the thing for Casey, and uh, we can't wait to see it tonight. Okay, Bonner. All right, Greg, thank you. All right, babe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, said, all right, babe. He said, all right, babe. I think he did, yeah. Wow. Called you a babe. Cool. That's, that's fine. Obviously, he hasn't seen you. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, so hey, what? listening to this and talking about Greg Ullman, I just thought of something really funny. He was on the Stephen Colbert show back before when Stephen was on Comedy Central. Uh-huh. F- forgot what it was called already. He was promoting his book, and um, he wouldn't go into, like, uh, stories about Cher and things like that. Like, Stephen was really trying to get him, (laughs) you know, to give up some dirt, you know, and he wouldn't. Uh But the one thing, Stephen was reading from the book, and he goes, when the Allman Brothers got their first private jet, in cocaine, it was written inside the jet (laughs) on the bar, congratulations, Allman Brothers, okay, in cocaine, obviously, put there so they could enjoy and Stephen Colbert was like it says congratulations Almond Brothers you mean you're you're not going to say anything about that and he goes well Brothers was abbreviated (laughs) that's awesome and man the whole place just (laughs) laughed so hard and I remember I was doing a Casey blog at the time and I put that clip up there Uh and it was the funniest goddamn thing I had ever heard it was perfect yeah he sounds like a guy he had a good sense of humor too man. very much and you know I I wish I would have met him in the times that that I tried to work it out with Devin it just didn't it just didn't pan out and uh you know he's uh gosh you know you think of him and Dwayne yeah you know what a great slide player he was and his work on not only the Allman Brothers but Derek and the Dominoes and just uh but those two guys, man, were were incredible. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it, man. It's just a, a tremendous rock and roll history right there from from the Allman Brothers, and and they they kind of uh, to this at this point in rock and roll history are somewhat under the radar. Uh, I don't know why. I think so too. You know, I mean, they 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 certainly are. I you know, one of the super groups. All the southern rock bands, even you know Leonard Skinner and all the success they had, and how yeah. great were they? They were yeah. really good too. Um, but but when you think of great bands, you don't you don't associate them yeah. with them. I, I, don't I don't know, know why. Maybe because of the state of the music industry now, everything's so uh, compartmentalized. You know, there's rock, and then you got your country, and uh, the southern rock thing just kind of uh, is in the middle there. Uh, it doesn't exist anymore, except for St- uh, Chris Stapleton, maybe or yeah. You know, so maybe the genre itself has fallen out of favor. So those think, guys have kind of fallen th- out as well. I think you're right. I think that genre was always looked at as like second rate. Yeah. You know, and and at the same time, I wouldn't necessarily put the Allman Brothers in Southern rock category either because they the don't time. really fit necessarily that. I mean, they were no. jazzy. Yeah. They they were they were much more than just Southern rock. But then right. again, so was Marshall Tucker. Marshall Tucker could get jazzy, and they're considered Southern rock and only Southern rock. So I don't know. It's yeah. just a it's a it's a a music genre or a sound that uh, I don't know that you're ever going to hear again. You yeah, know? no, it's I mean, true. There, so there are a few bands that nobody sounds like, and Allman Brothers are one of those groups. You know who were good friends with the Allman Brothers and toured with them were Mama's Pride. Ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they were really good friends yeah. with Greg, yeah. Danny and Pat and all them. Yeah. Yeah, they were. It'd be great to hear some of those stories yeah. from those guys. Yeah, it would. Well, all right. There you have Greg Allman. Are we finished? I think. <laughs> hmm. All right. Episode 
12 down or 13 or whatever it was. I think it's 13. I think it's 13, 13 you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 13. Okay. All right. Uh, until next time, I'm John Eulid. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman. Favaz, Casey Guy, Twitter. Adios. Why don't you say AMF first? No. 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 Oh, okay. Sorry. Ready? Here we go. Adios, my friend. You're bad. <laughs> You're the bad one. <laughs> I'm the good one. I'm the good one. The KC Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to KC95.com or the KC mobile app.